Welcome to our God's Word for Today devotional this morning. And let us read our scriptures today in the book of Acts, chapter 15, verses 6 to 11, which will be the basis of our devotional this morning. And it's a joy that you can be with me and we can learn together the Word of God. And let's read these scriptures. The apostles and the elders were gathered together to consider this matter. And after there had been much debate, Peter stood up and said to them, Brothers, you know that in the early days God made a choice among you, that by my mouth the Gentiles should hear the word of the, of the gospel and believe. And God, who knows the heart, bore witness to them by give, giving them the Holy Spirit, just as he did to us. And he made no distinction between us and them, having cleansed their hearts by faith. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. As at Jerusalem, the church leaders comprising the apostles and the elders, they met together in order to deliberate about the issue that Paul and Barnabas had raised in their midst. The mention of the apostles and the elders here um, led us to think of who are these people. The apostles mentioned are believed to be the 10 remaining disciples of Jesus. Added to them was Matthias, who replaced Judas in Acts chapter 1, verse 26. Let's remember that James was martyred in Acts chapter 12, verse 2. While the elders were presumably lay leaders of the church in Jerusalem, they would be Jews who had been taught directly by the apostles or possibly by Jesus before his ascension. So these are the leaders in the Jerusalem church that comprise the council. And let us learn also what was the particular issue that was raised here. The issue was that the Gentiles should be circumcised in order to be saved aside from believing on Jesus. And this was what the Jews who went to Antioch taught to them. Is it really required that the Gentiles should become a Jew by being circumcised? So there was much deliberation and debate. And after that much debate, Peter stood up. He clearly explained that the Gentiles could believe the gospel and be saved as any Jew like them. He stressed that the Holy Spirit also was given to them so that the Gentiles too could be born again. They could be born again so that there would be no distinction between them and how their hearts cleanse their hearts by faith. This was the fulfillment of Joel's prophecy that Peter quoted when he preached in Acts chapter 2, 17, that we can read. And in the last days it shall be, God declares that I will pour out my spirit on all flesh. Being born again is the act of the Holy Spirit. It's the sovereign act of God whereby he will bring conviction to, of sins in a sinner's heart and led him to realize in order to repent 
and that he will be born again. Notedly, Peter had first-hand experience because he saw the conversion of Cornelius and his household so that the Gentiles don't need to convert to Judaism in order to be saved. All his prejudices against Gentiles were erased. This time there was no doubt anymore in his mind. There was no doubt anymore that Gentiles could also believe the gospel and be saved wonderfully. Peter had agreed with Paul and Barnabas and the other representatives from the church in, in Syria and Antioch. And this church that is largely comprised of Gentiles who had not previously worshipped the Jewish God as Cornelius had. And clearly Peter went on to say that even Jews themselves were never able to fulfill the requirements of the Mosaic law. They were not able to fulfill the Mosaic law. Everyone, whether Jew or Gentile, they can only believe and be saved through grace alone. We know that in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 and 9, that we are saved by grace through faith. It is not of ourselves, lest anyone should boast. That's, that is why he said her in verse 10 and 11. Now, therefore, why are you putting God to the test by placing a yoke on the neck of the disciples that neither our fathers nor we have been able to bear? But we believe that we will be saved through the grace of the Lord Jesus, just as they will. In summary, what these Jews were teaching that the Gentile believers should also be circumcised was an unnecessary yoke. It was not needed anymore. Indeed, what Jesus has said in the Gospels that those who are free in him are free indeed. That's a wonderful story and truth of the Gospel. The Gospel is freedom. The Gospel is the only means we will be free from the bondage and the yoke of the law. It does not mean that we can do what we want to do. We can transgress the law. Because if anyone really is in Christ, he is a real born-again believer, he won't do anything that would contradict to the purpose that we will live a holy life, a blameless life. So if ever a person says that I'm a born-again believer, and he still wants to sin, he still wants to disobey God, he still wants to dishonor God, his profession is in question. Because if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creature. The old, and what is that old? The desire to sin, the desire to displease and dishonor God is gone away, but the new has come. A new desire to worship, to praise, to honor the Lord Jesus Christ, to please him in everything we do. What a wonderful truth indeed in the gospel. Have you been in a situation like you are bearing an unnecessary yoke? Let us be glad, because if you are in Christ, you don't need necessarily to be in bondage, because you are free in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
Those who are free in him are free indeed. Let us pray. Father, we thank you for your word this morning. Thank you that we have this wonderful truth that in Christ we are really free indeed. Forbid it to happen, Lord, that we'll be influenced by the false teachings that the devil will, will use in order to deceive us, in order not for us to be free, not for us to enjoy the liberty we have in Christ. Thank you, Lord, for this truth. Thank you for the reminder that indeed in Christ we are free. Thank you that we can preach this gospel to all people. And those who believe in him will be free indeed. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you.